I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. I am so excited because this is a reading experience, whatever you want to call it, like no other. Before I even give you little tidbits on what this week's episode is about, please, I want you to take a broom and swipe everything out of that little brain of yours. I want no taking things for granted. I want you to clear your space because... I had the pleasure of reading Annalise, who plays Lydia on the Broadway show, Mrs. Doubtfire. You are not going to believe what happened during this reading. Remember what I said, please do not take things for granted because this is about to blow your mind. I hope you all enjoy this week's episode of Hey Spirit. I never know like what's going to happen in my day Mm -hmm. this morning. And all of a sudden it pops in my head. Oh, maybe for my brother and his wife, I'm going to take them to go see a Broadway show. But what show can I take them to see? I'm like, maybe Hamilton, because I don't think they've seen Hamilton. I've seen Hamilton several times. All of a sudden it pops in my head, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh my God. Wait a minute. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you proof of this. (laughs) And I get this text message from my daughter. She sends out a group text message to six of us. At 11.36 this morning. Anyone interested in seeing Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway with a little dinner to follow a girl's day? No way. I'm like, you cannot make this up. No, you can't. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so I'm just going to say this to you. You're going to see me work, and I'm going to see you work. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I think we always say, like, things happen for a reason. Everything is timing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we kind of get tired of hearing that. I think, yeah. you know, like some people are like, ah, it's such a cliche thing, but these are the moments where that's that, that's that reset button for me where oh, yeah. it's like, no, things do happen for a reason. There's no such thing as a coincidence and timing truly is everything. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's insane. And welcome to Hey Spirit. So this is the thing that I love about doing the podcast is things can happen last minute. It's just an easier way for me to be able to connect with people. Yeah. I want to take this opportunity first to thank you uh, for allowing me to share my gift with you today, but more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Thank you. I'm excited. So first of all, I don't even know like how old you are. You look like you're 12. I'm 22. <laughs> oh, you, you won't appreciate that now. No, I do. But like 20 years, 20 <laughs> years from now, you're going to be like, yes, I look so young. Oh, trust me. I do. I mean, the reason I'm playing a 15 year old in the show, so That's it true. works. Yes. I, so I, that's how I make the bucks. <laughs> and I have to say, you you do. Like, I'm trying to now remember, like, the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, you look exactly like her. Thank you. You're adorable. Thank you. Adorable. <laughs> adorable. Okay. Stop, Teresa. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop fangirling. <laughs> 
So right now what is happening, there is a father figure that is stepping forward. So if your dad is not departed, it could be a grandfather, could be an uncle or someone that was like a dad to you. Could be an uncle. And how do you connect with your mom's side of the family? It could be either I had an uncle who passed away, two uncles who passed away this year. Okay. And I had um, an uncle who passed away when I was four years old. Okay. And is it, are we connected to your mom's side of the family? Yes. Okay. Validating that those are the first souls that are stepping forward. But is your grandmother also departed or would it be your great grandmother? My great grandmother. Okay. Because she steps forward and she's like pushing her way forward validating. And I think it's important to validate that the sons are with her, she says. That's good to know. My great-grandmother, I'm named after her. You know what? I wanted to say, okay, so here's another crazy thing. When I said your name earlier in the speech, when I said Annalise, I heard that you were the namesake. And I want to share with you how they got me to say this to you, because Victoria is naming her daughter after someone who has passed and she just sent me a video of her right before I walked here today. Victoria's naming her after her great grandmother. Wow. So validating for you. And what I love what just happened in this moment, because you, you people might sit back and say, well, of course her great grandmother passed, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily always true. My granddaughter is going to be born. She's going to have seven great grandparents. Wow. Right. So yeah please don't take anything for granted. Did you talk to your mom about this experience today? Yes, I did. (laughs) Because I felt like one of the brother figures was Mm -hmm. saying that your mom wanted to be a part of this. Is that correct? My dad and I joke all the time that we think she communicates with spirit. And uh, she's like, no, I don't. I'm fine. And she's (laughs) like, no. She actually just texted me before and she said enjoy your reading and I sent her a picture of me with the headphones and she goes yeah yeah or whatever whatever she said she goes I got the cookies and I'm telling you all about my text (laughs) messages like this is what I talk about you can't even make this up I typically do not share because people don't care about what people text me or like but what I the (sighs) point is and what I love about this they kept having me write mom to talk about your mom Mm -hmm. my mom did a lot my mom is the greatest, and she was she loved her grandmother more than anything in the world. And her grandmother was Anna, and I'm Annalise. And her uncle, who is, I'm assuming, is Uncle Louie, mm-hmm. she took care of him forever. Both uncles. I have two uncles who departed. They're mm-hmm. both named Louie. So there's one who passed away recently and the other one who passed away when I was four. But this validates that because I felt like your experience today was also about someone else. A hundred percent. About your mom. Mm-hmm. So whatever the, and these are the things that I, that, that still freak me out. And my dad said it. My dad said it. He was like, somebody's going to mention mommy. Somebody's going to mention mommy. Yeah. Yeah. But it is also validating. And the thing that I love is that I also said to you, Annalise, before the reading that we all have this ability. We all have the ability to connect with our own departed loved ones. Some of us have it a little bit more. And what your uncle, the the uncle that just recently departed, Mm -hmm. is that correct? Because he showed me that he just passed like within the past two years. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. He's telling me that your mom has a little bit more than the average person. Yes, she does. But because she's always been like that, she doesn't know any different. Mm -hmm. He literally just told me that your mom felt his soul leave the physical body. Yes. So know that whatever she felt, know that that was true. He says, I need to take this opportunity. First, I feel like they're all here and they're surrounding you and they're like, we want to thank you for doing this for mom. This is how they're making me feel. Yes, it's lovely for you, but they made me feel like you were really doing this not only for yourself, but for mom. I was. She doesn't know that, though. So <laughs> how in the world would I know that? You wouldn't. Nobody knows that. And your great-grandmother just said to me, she was just like, but that just shows how proud I am of my legacy. She's such a loving, 
deep soul because I can, I'm in her, her energy. And I feel this emotion of, I want to cry, but it's of, it's of pride and joy and how proud she is of her legacy on how your mom has sacrificed so much for her family. And I, I think there are a lot of parents out there that yes, do that. But she says, the gratitude that you show towards your mom and your dad is outstanding. I owe them everything. And you don't take one thing for granted. No. Not one thing for granted. No, not at all. And there was even a moment your great-grandmother made me feel like that you felt in some way that spirit was even responsible or kind of helped you land this role in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, 100%. I talk to them all the time. I talk to everybody. I'm like, who's, if I drop something on the floor, I'm like, who's messing with me today? Because I really, like this, I just dropped, I just dropped my makeup all over the floor. It spilled everywhere. I'm like, who, what are you doing? Like, who's messing with me? <laughs> but I feel like your great grandmother is like, I'm taking credit for the role in the, in the play and then she's but then but then she's blaming your uncles for all the things like dropping the makeup the things that go wrong (laughs) that's that's amazing so now I'm gonna try to interpret this because I never had this before usually typically when spirit shows me an apron it's my symbol for like if someone had their grandmother's apron or if that's something that they always wore but then I saw and it's just gonna be my frame of reference Robin Williams because that's how I would know it. Wow. I can see him so clearly with this smile and such pride. I first want to say there's two parts to this. I don't know if there was a discussion or something with your cast members of Mm -hmm. where there was something where they made an acknowledgement to Robin Williams or to him, but I felt like that there was a nod to him. We honor him every day I'm thinking we we had a cast member who was departed um during the pandemic that was the young soul is that correct yeah because before I started the reading I didn't know how to because I didn't know how to describe the soul you and I I did feel that someone passed sudden and unexpected but I felt like that your grand your great-grandmother was like I she was like let me handle this Because I felt that this was a very um, sensitive subject. Yeah. I almost felt like a sibling, like I couldn't, but that bond must have just been from work. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I want to, I want to, to validate that, but I feel like, again, your great grandmother steps aside she like but has the soul step aside and I feel like it's her behind her I see your uncles and then I see Robin Williams oh my god we do honor him every day I always think about like what he would have thought and it's funny because somebody some random Instagram account like posted a picture of like our show and like saying that like there's no redo or something like oh saying that now I understand like, it. we are not valid or whatever. And I'm thinking, I'm like, it's a Broadway musical and we're sharing this incredible story. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would be proud of us. Extreme, because I feel like he's standing there smiling and he's like, I feel like he's like, you can make it a little funnier. <laughs> he's like, you're not funny enough. I go, how could, what do you mean that? I, he goes, They could be a little bit funnier. Okay, I'll let them know. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like, I feel like, and again, I don't, I don't know Robin Williams, um, but he's making me feel like it needs to be like, he's like, they're too serious, Teresa. Like, they got to be like, okay, these are the lines, but there's going to be like, you know, where things are just going to happen and you got to roll with it, but be funny about it. Like, you don't have to be so serious about it. Oh my God. I mean, the whole week we've just been like, we've, because we're in previews, we're rehearsing all the time. We're taking everything so seriously. Oh my God. Because I was just going to say to you, how long has this show been on Broadway? Like, 
I mean, we've been here, we've been open since October 21st, and we open officially on Sunday. This Sunday? This Sunday. Okay. So I guess when I come to see the show, you better be very, everyone better be very funny. No. <laughs> There's no serious. <laughs> oh my God. But, the, but now again, the, these are the moments where we can sit here and say, I didn't even put it together about Robin Williams with Mrs. Doubtfire until they started showing me my signs for him dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. That's insane. But I felt that it was important because of the soul that had died. Do you understand that? A hundred percent. This is why it is important of why he's being so protective of this soul. And this is the other thing that I don't think people realize is that I can never, ever have a personal thought, feeling, emotion when I read. It strictly has to be the souls of the departed. So it's almost like your grandmother is like real, your great grandmother is like reeling everything. And she's like, wait, we got to get back to this. We got to get back to this. Wow. And how this all originated was your great grandmother was trying to show me that there were moments in the play in the musical where you're like, oh, you feel your grandmother or something reminds you of her. Is that correct? I feel, I mean, I've never met her. There are moments in the show. There's just very high stakes. And I am like, the moral compass of the family. So Mm -hmm. I always felt like me personally, I'm a very maternal person. And a lot of times people say that I get that from my mom who has gotten it from her and my grandmother and my great grandmother Mm -hmm. who you were talking about. It's validating when you feel that, know that that is her soul and letting you know that everything is okay. And it's okay. And then, and then I feel like here comes Mr. Williams. He's like, when you mess up a line, you got to go with it. Oh, my God, Teresa. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Last week, I had the most embarrassing moment in my whole life, and I choked in front of the whole audience, and I just didn't say, holy crap. <laughs> oh, my God. Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams. Giving advice. Robin from Williams the other side. is giving me advice. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm like, this is absolutely insane. Insane. What? And he knows I messed up and I had an anxiety attack on the stage and I wasn't right until the day after. They like, the night before we, they were like, we're changing the opening number, which I sing. And it was all different lyrics, oh. different title of the song, but the same movements, the same blocking. So my brain, I memorize everything Mm -hmm. from moving. So when I started to do the movement, my anxiety got to me and I just, I just didn't say anything. And I was just like this and shaking on stage. And I stopped and I continued, I did the rest of the Mm -hmm. show, but I, I was petrified to go on stage the next night even though they changed it back to the way it was before. But I have never in my life been afraid to go on stage ever until I did that because that has never happened to me before. And I know that it happens all the time, but it was the first time that it had ever happened to me. And I put so much pressure on myself anyway. Jeez. Thank you, Robin Williams. (laughs) So we're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. And how, as you were talking about the moment – I don't know. I don't know if you ever saw the play, the play that goes wrong. Yeah, of course. That's what he kept showing me. So you know how they like make it like he's like, that's what you got to do. Like, it's, it's crazy. I talk about that play all the time, but I want to be in that show. It's hilarious, right? It's amazing. I want to be in the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know if a lot of people even know about that play. No. And you know what's funny is I was just looking – on Instagram, Stop. our our um, our Stewart, um, our actor who plays Stewart, Mark Evans, he is the um, he works on that show. He's one of the directing team. I, I've seen I've seen that three times. 
Wow. Yeah. I saw it once. Yeah, it was crazy. It, it was amazing. It, I mean, I laugh so hard that, you know, when your eyes tear, when you yeah. cry, when you laugh, from wiping the tears, I was all red and it was all chapped on my, that's how much I was laughing. Yeah. It's a great show. It's great. But that's what Robin Williams is showing me. Like, you need to go with that, like have that mindset of like, all right, if I'm, because it's going to happen and no one is going to know any different. The only one that's going to know is you, mm -hmm. I guess. Cause he's also showing me, me like you at least have lines. I have no idea when I go out on stage and I do live shows, yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. The same way when I come in here with you, I have no idea what's going to happen. Right. There is no plan. <laughs> <laughs> there is no plan whatsoever. So validating for you. I love what is happening because it's validating so many things with one message. Wow. So we're going to have fun with it. I want you to understand when souls of the departed bring up things, uh -huh. they bring it up to validate that they support our choices and decisions and they're proud. That's why they bring these things up. So the fact that Mr. Williams stands here with such pride and it's almost tears in his eyes. That's unbelievable. He's showing me things. I don't know. Do you, do you remember in the movie Pretty Woman? Yeah. When Richard Gere slams the, the jewelry box on her hand? Yes, that's my mom's favorite movie and her favorite scene. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this is what they want me to show you. Like that moment, that was not, that was not in the script. Yeah. That was, what do they call that? An improv? Is that what they call that? Where I, it's just something yeah, completely Yeah, it's just like something happened and that's just a choice and they went with it. That's what they want you to remember. That's what he wants you to remember. It could be the greatest moment, but it's also a part of where, you're, where he says to you, do not forget how good you are. Do not forget how good you are. My parents say that to me all the time. And Rob McClure, who plays Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, because <laughs> nobody's really going to know. Nobody's going to know but you. Oh, or maybe who you're working with in that moment. But yeah. that's the thing with live. You got to go with it. Just got to go with it. Let it go. It, it, you can't change it. It happened. It's going to be fine. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Now, these are the crazy, crazy things that happen. And there is not a shot in the dark that I would have known any of this. Oh, not at all. <laughs> so know that your great-grandmother says, we're all here on the other side, loving and supporting you. More importantly, extremely proud of you. Thank you. And that there has never been a moment that you have done anything that ever would have disappointed us. That's amazing. This young soul that is departed takes responsibility for the departure. So when a soul takes responsibility, it means that they take responsibility for their choices, actions, sometimes non-actions, like if they weren't feeling well and they didn't go to the doctor. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's not us feeling that we could have been a better friend or been there more or done more or really should have known something was wrong. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, it really was, I got a call one day and it, they said um, she was, she had a stroke. Yeah. So not feeling that anything that we, I, I really feel like this is more also for her family as well. Do you know her family? I do. Um, her husband has been, coming with us, um, we actually have a box for her. We have two boxes. We have a box for her with all of her costumes and it's hanging off stage. Is there a memory box or something? Yes, that's exactly what it is. And she tells, she says, it's the memory box. Tell her the memory box. It's the memory box and it's outside of my dressing room actually. And there's a box and we have post-it notes and people can write notes to her and it has her shoes. She loved her shoes. She loved her shoes. Oh my God. She's obsessed with her shoes. And we also have a picture of her with her family on our set. And I will, I go down up and down those steps every night. So thanking you for the memory box, but more importantly, not wanting anyone to feel, especially her family, that if she went to the doctor that this could have been prevented. This is why she's taking responsibility. Do you understand that? Because yes. she's doing this thing to me and I don't know how to interpret this. She's make, I feel a little like I don't feel well, but I don't think anything's wrong. And I yeah. almost feel a little bit more fatigued and like, she has me like, um, doing something. And then I kind of feel like a little out of breath and then I'm like, oh, I'm okay. Like I must just be tired or so I don't know if she's trying to specifically show something that had happened right prior to her departure or feeling like what she's doing is saying there is no way that this could have prevented my departure. I take responsibility for whether if we feel not wanting anyone to feel like, oh, maybe she should have went to the doctor or if she would have done this then because she's making me feel like that it was something that could not have been prevented because she's almost, and this is just my symbol. Uh -huh. It's almost like when spirit shows me like a blood clot in the lung and then it goes to the brain. Like there's no way that we could have prevented yes. it. It is just my symbol of, and, and no disrespect to her departure. This was a complete freak thing that happened. It was. Because I feel like it's nothing in my family history. I was perfectly healthy. I, I did everything right. And I, it was just a freak thing that happened. It was. I mean, we were all on a Zoom meeting. We had a big meeting with the producers because obviously it was in the middle of the pandemic. Oh. And we had seen her on the Friday and she was in the car with her husband. And she was like, hey, I'm in the car. Woo. Like, I'm here. I'm here. I love you all. Like, I love you all. And then... She turned her camera off, and then two days later, I got the text. Wow. And I was like, I mean, I didn't know how to feel. How do you connect with the number 26? So when spirit shows me a number, it could stand for, in this case, it could be an age. It could be the 26th of a month, or it can stand for the month of February and the month of June. I don't care how we can connect with the months. Um, it doesn't even have to be connected to her. My mom is born in February. My grandparents were married in June. 
I always just ask for something completely left field to validate that I interpreted everything correctly. Yeah. Because that's my job. My job mm. is just to interpret the information correctly. So yeah. know that your friend says, I want to thank you for everything that you do in memory of me. That means so much. But I kind of felt like she was like the mother of the show. Yeah, she was. We called her Mimi Doreen. <gasps> oh. Oh my God. <laughs> so she's, cause she's like, tell her again, Teresa, she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. Oh my God. She's going to be fine. I talk to her a lot too. So know that she will always be there to continue to encourage you and to give you the strength because the show must go on. Yeah. She also showed me, I, I don't know if there's something else besides the memory box there. Is her handwriting on the wall or is there? It's the picture of her family. It's her wedding picture. But I feel like her handwriting, it was, did, did she sign the wall or was there something that she wrote? We have her, it's not handwriting, but it's like her name from her nameplate that was on her station and it says Doreen Montalvo. Oh, okay. And that's where? That's It's above the, the shadow box, the memory box. Okay. I just keep seeing her name. So. Oh, you know, it could be her husband. Her husband oh. wrote something um, and in his handwriting and it says Doreen on it. Oh. And it's a tag and it's on the memory box. Could that be it? Yes, because it has to be something that was done after she died. Yes, it was. It was done a couple weeks ago validating that the soul was present at the exact moment. Oh my God. She wow. keeps, I, I think this message is for her husband of where she says there are no regrets. Wow. And, uh, cause she keeps showing me children. He has children. Okay. So know that she says, I don't want you to feel that we did not have a full life. I have no regrets. She says, please tell my husband I want to thank him for allowing me to be the woman that I wanted to be, but more importantly, needed to be for myself. She says, because I couldn't have done it without him. She loves him. Oh, my gosh. She goes, Teresa, my husband is like Dolly Parton's husband. He stays in the background. <laughs> she goes, you wouldn't even know that I was married. <laughs> Does that make sense? The sweetest. Yes, the sweetest human in the whole world. Oh, she just wow. handed him red roses. So that's my symbol for, uh, a lot of times it's um, anniversary. Uh -huh. Red roses is my symbol for love and devotion mm -hmm. um, and also for anniversary, either someone's wedding or the anniversary of someone's departure. She passed away. It was a year, um, October 17th. And how do you connect with the, so my now is the month that, if it's not like today or the week of, my uh -huh. now becomes a three month period. Okay. So, it, but there has to be, because of course you're going to have something in a three month period. So it has to right. be more things. So it would have to be, we're in November. So it's the month before and the month after. So it'll be October, November, December. There has to be like three events in her family. So whether it's birthdays, anniversaries. My birthday. Oh, your birthday? My birthday was a month from today, the was 29th just... of October. Okay. And was there, did you have, did you celebrate it at the theater? We did. And we had a okay. party and we also, our show opened, we started previews October 21st and we opened December 5th. So that could be the October, December. And did, did something happen where the lights weren't working properly or there was an issue with the lights? <gasps> No, wait a minute. Okay. Hold on, Teresa. <laughs> I can't. Okay. So a couple of days ago, the toilet stopped working in my dressing room and my dressing roommate was not there. And cause she was sick. So we had our uh, swing in for her. So the two of us were having, we're talking about our time when we had our out of town in Seattle. And I was talking about like all the, like, things that had happened because she was not with us on our tour in Seattle. And then the lights flickered okay. and we heard, we heard um, a bang, like somebody smashed mm -hmm. the toilet down. And mm -hmm. I was like, 
it's a ghost. Like, oh no. Like, well, it was. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait. But then the day after, one of our stage managers comes up to me and says, I walked past your dressing room and I thought you were in there. I could have sworn I saw somebody sitting at your station. Know that it was her. I said it. I said. (laughs) Oh my God. Doreen. She just literally looked at me and said, would she honestly, like, she should not put anything past me. It's right. She's so right. Oh, my God. I knew. I knew. I was like, somebody had to be sitting there. And we all said, we were like, it's Doreen. We know it's Doreen. No, that's her. her. To validate that that is her soul, more importantly, thanking you for the way that you, you, you... See, when Spirit shows me, um, when we like, um, this is just my symbol. Before we go out, we do like the sign of the cross. So we thank. I do that every show. Know <laughs> that, and I'm, I'm not going to just limit it to one person. Know that Spirit wants to thank you for that. Know that they want to thank you for your love and devotion to the theater, but more importantly to them. That means a lot. I'm going to say this. Were you not going to take this role? Because Robin Williams made me feel like he wants you to know he felt that you were the right person for this part. And he says, the moment that you accepted that part, it was I pushed you. Because they just told me that you were not going to take this part. I wasn't supposed to be in this role. I, oh my God. There was an audition for a reading and... For whatever reason, they would not see me because they said I wasn't the right type or something. I don't know. Whatever, you know, actor things. And there's just things, reasons why they won't see you for Mm -hmm. things and reasons why they will. Um, And I decided, I was like, that's ridiculous. I want to play that role because it's my favorite movie. And it's like the movie that I watched Mm -hmm. with my dad ever since I was a kid. And um, I... I went to an open call, an equity call for like the people in the union for another show that I couldn't get an appointment for through my agent. And um, I got through the final rounds for that. And I, the same casting office, and then they called me and they said, you have a creative team appointment for Mrs. Doubtfire. And I was like, okay, well, everybody's going in for that, I guess, you know. And I walked into the room and... um, I did my audition and I went in one time and the next day they called and said I got the role. And I Mr. Williams is taking responsibility for that. So when you have those days and those moments of whatever it is, and and I think we all have those moments. There are days that, uh, listen, I sit back and I say to myself, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, I don't know. Am I, you know, am I, who's going to still come and see me? And right. Like who's going to want. That's really cool. He knows who I am. (laughs) You know, these are the moments where we can sit here and say, well, of course you would think Robin Williams because he played Mrs. Dalfire, but this is, these are, he's talking about things that there is no way, no way I could make up. I could figure out, I could, right, no. read off of your body language. No. absolutely <laughs> no way. This is unbelievable. I mean, you know, you have thoughts of, like, who's going to come through, and I just never in a million years, never in a million, I mean, at least I never, turn, I never, <laughs> oh, do you think that I thought for one hot second, oh, maybe Robin Williams is going to show up today. <laughs> Not a shot in, in the dark. Oh, my God. <laughs> not only that, but everything else of your your great grandmother, your two uncles. I never thought I was going to talk to her either. I mean, I didn't know her. But I, she'd passed the validations I was born. of the I, and th- this is one thing that I yell about all the time: the phone, these stupid phones, stupid phones. right? Stupid phones. But all this texting, what I'm sharing with you before about everything that happened before, and I didn't know that I was reading you literally until 12.45 after my, we were going over the day. Okay, you're reading these two women, you're reading this woman. Your session was unbelievable, but more importantly, it was a validation of, of having faith in ourselves and never, ever, ever to give up that faith. Yeah. 
And the moment, and, and I feel like this is something, the, because we all have those days. Yeah. All have those days of, okay, like, what's going to happen? Is this what I should be doing? Am I good enough? Am I this? Mm-hmm. These are the moments that I think you're going to sit back and you're going to stop and you're going to go, I am. I am good enough. I am supposed to be in this role. Am I going to have a, a, an off night? I sure am because I'm human. Yeah. And there wow. is nothing in life that is perfect. No. Nothing. And I feel like I literally just watched the woman that had passed in the show step forward. She has, she has such grace about herself. Yes, she does. I watched her gracefully step next to you and kiss you on your cheek and say how proud she is of how you carry yourself every single moment. Because she just showed me, she said, there are moments that not people might have not said things that were very comforting to you or that they were very hard on you. And there were moments that you wanted to say, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. But you didn't give up. And she wants you to know that she gave you that strength to continue because you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And don't ever forget that. You were chosen. You were chosen. Now, this is your uncle. He shows me your mom by his bedside, holding his hand and whispering in his ear. So that's my symbol for. uh, She did. Someone wanting to thank them for their care, but more importantly, he wants to thank her for releasing his soul here in the physical world, for telling him that it was okay to leave. And nothing was left unsaid. He says, I want to thank you, because he made me feel like like she was the daughter that he never had. Even if he had children, when a soul says that to me, it validates the bond and relationship that your mom shared with him. And he wants to thank her for everything that she did for him, for putting things on the back burner for him. Mm -hmm. And he wants to thank her. And he says, I, she knew that. She knew how much I loved and appreciated her. He says, but the way that she cared for me in the very end where I could not respond, he said, was absolutely beautiful. And he says, and I want to thank you for allowing me to leave the physical world with such dignity and grace. And he shows me his face is all full and he's all, he's got some weight on him. So I don't know if he was very frail in the end. He was, he had, um, he had had a stroke and what he was living in my great grandmother's house. That was his house. We actually just sold it, but he had a stroke and was like, he lived alone. So he was sitting on the floor for like a few hours or a couple of days and was completely paralyzed on, I forget which side. I think it was his right. Towards the end, he was just like so frail. But your mom always made him feel that he looked like a million bucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she um, actually, it's funny because at his wake, there was, so my father's family owns a funeral home. So there was a, yeah. So there, <laughs> so there was a little bit of a problem at the wake or whatever. And my mom and my dad arranged the way he looked. <laughs> so thank you for making me look like a million bucks. Oh, my God, my, when I tell my mother this, she's going to freak out. (laughs) But also it's also validating because your uncle's making me feel like that your mom, see, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. And she does. He's making me feel like, like he came to her in a dream and showed her that he was okay. And I feel like, so did your great grandmother. Like, I feel like souls have shown her. So know that that is their way of letting her know that they are released of any illnesses and not to remember them sick and or frail, to remember them healthy. Wow. And thanking her. Now, was there something I wanted to validate that your great-grandmother supports the selling of the home? She talks about the staircase. Was there something unique about the staircase or something about the stairs? There were like, okay, so I very rarely did I go in that house, but... There were two halves of the houses. I don't I don't know how to describe okay. this perfectly, but like there was so originally my uncle had lived upstairs and there was a downstairs half to the house that nobody went in. And she lived upstairs, the whole family lived upstairs. 
when my uncle had the stroke, he obviously couldn't go up the stairs. So he moved downstairs. And there's some sort of story of like that happened that there was a reason why nobody went down. And I don't remember at this moment in time, but then they were renovating the upstairs because somebody else was going to be living there. But then that never happened. So as long as you can connect with the staircase, it yeah. validates she's because she's showing me like this porch, like the stairs and yes. so validating, supporting the selling of the home. She made wow. me feel like it was too much. It was. It was it, too it much was, for them. It, it, it was too much. And she said it was time. It, it was. was time. Wow. Was there something about a, an old wallpaper or something? I don't know. Maybe your mom will know. Like she showed me something and then I felt like I kept like finding like little handwritten notes and I feel like there's this old wallpaper. So however, there or maybe something. it's something that your mom might something. remember. Yes. But it validates the selling of the home. Wow. I, I always say this, like it, even after decades of channeling the souls of the departed, spirit never ceases to amaze me on how they have the ability to give us that faith, peace, comfort, but also encouragement to continue to be who we deserve to be. And, yeah. in, and in some sense, who God intended us to be. And the moment, I, I always say this, and I don't know why I'm sharing this with you, but my motto in life is that if I allow someone to make me feel bad or sad about myself, about what I do, my work, it's my own fault. You're right. It is. Because, you know, no matter what it is in life, there's always going to be a negative Nancy. There's always going to be someone wanting you to bring you down and to, and, and I always say this, if I listened, I mean, cause listen, let's face it. What I do <laughs> is not something that is very well received at times. Like it's crazy, <laughs> right? And people have all these yeah. conceptions about what I do, how I do, yep. what I do. I love how they say, oh, she does this. She does that. I don't even know how this works, to be honest with you. It just happens. <laughs> it just does. And it does. And, and I say to people, the reason why I'm good at what I do is because I just see whatever it is that I see or feel. I don't have to know a reason why. This is just how I feel. But if I allowed people to affect who I am, or to, I wouldn't be where I am, especially what I do. Yeah. So it's always important for us to love, honor, and respect ourselves more than anything else in this world. And don't yeah. ever forget that you are getting a special nod from heaven today. Wow. Amazing. That's amazing. I do want to just once again, take this opportunity to thank you again for giving me the opportunity to share my gift with you, but more importantly for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones, because you had such an incredible, incredible and an amazing experience that not only was for you, but is going to heal so many people. Thank so you many so much. People. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Annalise Carpacci and I'm from Staten Island, New York. It was amazing. I mean, I had been a huge fan since I was a little girl. Um, my dad and I used to watch her show all the time, every morning before I went to school. So to get to have this experience with her was a dream come true and it was really unbelievable and I took away so many things. I would say that my biggest takeaway is that I have a lot more confidence in myself. I knew that you have doubts and everything about 
especially specifically for me that I'm an actor. I doubt myself all the time. It just comes with being an actor. But I guess to know that there are people behind my back who have me and that are with me all the time. I mean, I never expected to connect with my great-grandmother who I had never met before. She passed away two years before I was born. And to know that she has been watching me grow up and I know how much my mom adored her. It means a lot to me. She mentioned the number 26 and I thought about it last night and I was like, oh my God, my uncle passed away on the 26th of December. But we were so focused on, I kept thinking my mom's side of the family, but my uncle on my dad's side of the family passed away on December 26th when I was in a senior in high school. Especially when she said that my mom was holding my uncle's hand when he passed and she whispered something in his ear. Nobody would know that except for me because my mom told me that. It's not every day that you get to communicate with Robin Williams. That was something I never even thought would happen ever in my lifetime. I mean, to know that he is proud of what we're doing in the show and to be able to connect with him at all is unbelievable. And at first I was a little unsure if it was really him until Teresa said something about if you mess up, just keep going. And I messed up in the show and nobody would know that except for the people who were there. It was crazy. I called her immediately after and she was like, okay, that's interesting. That's good to know. But when I called my nanny, my great grandmother's daughter, she was like, oh my God, you're kidding. We've all been saying that my mom has an ability, but this completely validated everything for us. And we just all know that she's, she needs to come into her own with her ability and she's a little afraid. She probably will always be afraid, but I think maybe we're kind of cracking a code here. I definitely felt different doing the show last night because when I was telling people about connecting with Doreen, who is our cast member who we lost over the pandemic, it was definitely a different show for everybody. I felt the energy was much different and just like the way that we went through things, we always knew she was there, but now we have that validation to really know she's actually here every day. So I feel like the energy of the show kind of just completely changed. I wouldn't say my mom is completely skeptic. She's just someone who is afraid of her own ability and she knows she can connect. Not that there's something wrong with her, but she feels like there's something out of the ordinary for her and she feels kind of out of place. And I would say to those people to just be more open about it. I know things happen for reasons, and I know that certain people have the ability to connect with spirit because that's their calling. And I would encourage people to connect either through Teresa or from anyone who has the ability to connect with spirit because it really gave me a lot of comfort that I didn't even know that I needed. Thank you for this experience. It really was the best. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.